This is the Milo Sweet Podcast, where you learn to be resourceful, find quick and clever ways to overcome life's challenges, and guess what? Achieve more with less. Use what you have to get where you're trying to go. Learn to do difficult. And for excuses, get rid of them. I mean, all of them. They're dead to me. Let's go. Did you know that you could impact my podcast by liking, subscribe, reviewing, and sharing, uh, and also donating? You would totally make my day. Come on. Make my dreams come true. Okay, so we are going to learn some gratitude today. I read this on gooddeedsday.org, and it's 42 ways to practice gratitude today and every day. I thought this was interesting. I came across it. According to Harvard Medical School, gratitude is a thankful appreciation for what someone receives, regardless of whether it's intangible or tangible. This emotion is easily felt when someone demonstrates their gratitude for us and easily given when we verbalize our gratitude for others. The gesture and feeling is simple, but actually has a lot of benefits for both the giver and the receiver. What is gratitude? Gratitude allows us to recognize good in our lives. Focusing on and appreciating the good in our lives constantly remind us about the great things all around us. Gratitude allows us to see that the sources of that good are usually close by. Practicing gratitude allows us to recognize those who bring goodness into our lives and humbles us in order to give credit to those we are grateful for. There's a science behind the practice of gratitude and its benefits. For example, a UC Davis study found that gratitude, that grateful teens had higher grade point averages. That I think I was a grateful kid. I don't know. I didn't have higher grade point averages. Uh, they have life satisfaction, social integration, and lower in the end depression in comparison to materialistic teens. I think this is an important topic, especially if you have parent, like if you're a parent and you have kids right now and you have teens at home and maybe they don't have like their normal setup. They don't have their friendships. They don't have those kinds of things. And it may be hard for them to, you know, to deal with, Right. So I think it's important to really focus on things that they're grateful for. It could be as simple as every morning saying, hey, what are you grateful for? And it's okay if they they don't have anything. You demonstrate that. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for being able to talk to you this morning. I'm grateful for that. Um, I think just constantly showing people um, and modeling that behavior is super important. Another study had three groups of participants keep a journal to record one of three things depending on their group, what they were grateful for during the week, what aggravated them, or what affected them without asking with at, without asking with a positive or negative emphasis. After doing this exercise for 10 weeks, those in the gratitude recording group were more optimistic. I'm not really sure how they measure that, but okay. Had better life satisfaction. Not sure how you measure that. Probably like... How satisfied are you with your life? One to ten. Exercise more and have fewer visits to the physician. Okay, you can measure that. With all of these benefits, it's no surprise that it's important to understand and practice gratitude with those around us. To help us learn, we create an in-depth guide so that you can learn about the benefits of practicing gratitude and identify different ways to practice gratitude. So you can do it physically, emotionally, mentally, socially. Several gratitude studies show that practicing gratitude can greatly benefit our physical, emotional, and mental social well-being. Physical benefits, 
our physical well-being is positively impacted by an increase in gratitude practices in 2013 found that grateful people feel fewer aches and pains and feel over us <laughs> wait feel fewer aches and pains and feel overall unhealthy uh, feel overall healthier in comparison to others and another study which we mentioned I guess that was funny to me because like sometimes when people are mean and complain a lot and then it's like, ooh, like you actually reap the benefits of not doing that by not moping, complaining. And then, and you know, I don't know. I wonder if gratitude can make you slim. I'm going to like get myself slim by just being grateful. I'm going to see what that, what happens with that. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not really sure that's going to work, but I am going to try. In another study, which we mentioned earlier, researchers found that those who kept uh, gratitude journals were more likely to exercise. This is because gratitude gives you more positive dispositions and motivate us to pursue positive pursuits. Here are a few other physical benefits. Reduces symptoms of depression, lower blood, lowers blood pressure, improves sleep, increases prevalence of physical activity. I think improved sleep is really important because I have noticed that when I'm grateful, I sleep. I mean, the slumber is good. Okay, and then I feel like if I'm kind of like frustrated about something, I don't resolve it or I don't think like at perspective around it, then I feel like my sleep is really broken. Um, not just from that, but the lower blood pressure thing I can see, you know, especially right now thinking about things to be grateful for emotional benefits and increases long term happiness, reduces envy. I could totally see that because I mean, it's really easy to be envious of people, um, that's not really something I've ever really struggled with, but I think just in general, like with social media, with seeing what everyone has and knowing too much about everyone, I feel like we all know too much about everybody. It increases life satisfaction, makes us more optimistic, lowers instances, instances of depression. Um, this is all research-based, so you can look at their website, but I'm just kind of highlighting. Uh, for um, uh, mental benefits, it boosts self-esteem. So if you're like low self-esteem, gratitude, boo. What are you grateful for? Maybe you are a ham hock. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I think ham hocks... Well, actually, I don't really know if I've had a ham hock recently. But I do think they they have a place. Okay? We all do. There's all things that make us quirky and weird and that we could focus on that are negative. And then there's things that make us, you know, when you really focus on them, you're so grateful for the strengths that you were blessed with. You're so grateful for some of the experiences that maybe, yeah, on one side of the coin, it was really challenging. But on the other side of the coin, you realize there were some pros that really um, are, you should be grateful for. It boosts self-esteem, increases selflessness. So you're not always thinking about yourself. What about, you know, you're not stuck in your own head. Improves decision making. I think when you're grateful, you can clearly see patterns of gratitude, things that you're grateful for. You know, you reflect on it and then you're able to see, yeah, I want to make more decisions like that. I really felt good when I made that decision. Makes us more resilient. And the social benefits are we're more well liked by others. Improves, strengthens romantic, platonic and family relationships. Increased social support, strengthens feelings of work fulfillment. So here's some ways they suggest. There are 42. I'm going to go through these all kind of quickly. Some of these I, I don't agree with, but I think, you know, why not? Keep a gratitude journal. If you don't like that, just take some time to reflect. I think this is like one of the best things I could say. I sometimes write down things I'm grateful for, but most of the time I just take a moment each day, usually when I first wake up, to say what I'm grateful for. That's just, or when I'm making uh, like coffee or tea or just something that's routine in my life, I take time. You could do it in the shower. You could do it when you go number one or two. I mean, just, I think pair it with something you already have a habit for. 
Take time to appreciate. I mean, say what you're grateful for every time you check social media. Before you get on there, you got to say what you're grateful for. Okay? I mean, you may not end up on social media. Take time to appreciate nature and all the, the little things. Think about what lessons you can take away from stressful situations. Create a gratitude collage with pictures of people. I don't think I would like that one. I think it could be helpful if you're a visual learner or you're very visual. Write a positive review for a business. I love those. Challenge yourself to minimize or completely diminish complaining. I think complaining is contagious. So stop being around people that complain a lot. Sometimes that's the the best way for you to do it because honestly, it's just really hard. Like I think complaining is contagious and it's also draining. And and then the weirdest thing that I've seen is people say, oh, I don't really complain. It's like, uh, what do you call that then? That like what you just did for like eight hours. I, I feel like it sounds like you're complaining. Also, just I think great, like being ungrateful is unattractive. That's my thought on it. Now, we all have been ungrateful, but I'm like, if you just want a self-esteem boost and look at yourself in the mirror, I think if you're like starting to be grateful for how you look or whatever, I think, you know, it can challenge you there. Identify at least one positive thing you can appreciate. Um, write thank you notes, pick up a hobby. Um meditate on what you're grateful for think about what you're grateful for think about something or someone you're thankful for right when you wake up reflect on the things or people you're thankful for at work while you're getting ready to go home I think that's helpful I I will say like just having different subjects to be grateful for because if you just say what am I grateful for you can end up just saying the same thing post on social media about something that you're hashtag grateful for I think that's cool but sometimes I feel like sometimes we just want attention so you know not that you shouldn't do that, but just make, be thoughtful of that. Because um, you can also turn ungrateful when nobody reposts or care. Okay? So do it for yourself. Refrain from gossiping or speaking negatively about other people. Set a reminder for yourself on your phone to pause and think of something you're grateful for in the moment. Take time to think about all the people that made you your meal possible the next time you cook or sit down. I like that one. That's actually really thoughtful. Like I, The more I learn about where our food comes from... And what people have to do to farm and to make our food. And just working in a grocery store right now, I'm, I am very grateful. Um, the gossiping thing, I think, is really helpful. Like, it's hard, though, because gossip is so interesting. So I think it's how you get your news and, and what intent the news is. And then how much news you're willing to get, I think, as well. Um, think of a positive thought whenever a neg- negative thought pops in. Keep a simple gratitude list and add to it every day. There's this one, I think I mentioned this before in my podcast, where this one lady, she um, she does like gratitude post-its. And so I think that's kind of cool because you can see like if you have a wall in your house or a door, you can just see it fill up and like, and it's it's easy to go to that wall and, and look at it. Um, do an act of service every day for a loved one, save her life together with a smile using some fun jokes, make a simple handmade gift, keep a gratitude jar at home and deposit a thought of gratitude. I like that one. I I actually tried that. I wasn't consistent at it, but I I love the idea of it. It sounds pretty, looks pretty. You can see, you know, your effort. It just, I didn't, I wasn't um, consistent at it, but the gratitude journal, much more consistent. Surprise your sweetheart with fresh flowers and berries when you get home. That might work depending on who your sweetheart is. Um, don't surprise me with fresh flowers. I like berries, but not over meat. I would rather have meat or chocolate. Make time at the end of the day to sit down with your significant other and listen to their day. That's a simple one, but it's actually a really, 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 really good one because it gives you perspective, especially if you have kids and you guys are working home together. 
<laughs> you might not even care about their day. So that's super interesting. Watch motivational movies at home. Uh, tell your significant other one thing you're grateful for before you go to bed. Take pictures. Think, um, take pictures of things you're grateful for. Thank everyone that helps you. I think thank you can go a long way. I used to not think it was a big deal, but saying thank you can go a long way and like asking questions like requesting for help when I ask for help it automatically makes me grateful um donate clothes or items to some someone else cook your favorite dish and express gratitude over a meal imagine how your life would be without them and express thankfulness for them um it says offer to help with a DIY project invite someone over for a celebratory glass of wine I think celebrating with people Instead of feeling like FOMO, just like celebrate when people accomplish things. I think that's pretty cool. Most people, sometimes, especially like if you got jealous friends, I mean, been been there, you'll say something good and they will just like tear it apart. So it's like, ew, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes you, you just want to just, you won't even say anything because, uh, you know, it's not, no one's celebrating with you. So I think it's important to celebrate with your friends when they accomplish things, they do good things volunteer for a cause I think that really does help you to be grateful um share what you're grateful for around the dinner table love that one compliment like I like gratitude that's what I already would a habit so you're gonna eat dinner at some point um take someone out for a cup of coffee love that one call home more often I think that's I think you know calling home should just be on a schedule I know it sounds weird but it's just it shows a lot just your com- being committed to it it shouldn't be empty like you don't have to talk on the phone for two hours when you don't feel like it but should do something like that send a text to thank someone for something they did recently do random acts of kindness kindness i like this one it's like paying for the person behind you i really like that one um or sometimes like if i had a coupon and i wasn't going to use it and i could see the person behind me or they had more stuff or i remember one time i was in line the person behind me I mean, they were choosing, like, they had $9, and they were choosing between, like, essentials. Like, I could tell it was a huge thing, and really all they needed was, like, $13. And so I was like, I'll just pay for all of it. Like, okay, it's $14 total. But, you know, when you're starting to observe and you're you're not, like, your head isn't down on your phone while you're waiting, you'll start to see that there is moments where you can help people. And then people will also see that there's moments they can help you. So that's something that I've noticed too, that the more I'm helping other people, the more people come out of the woodwork to help me. Um, It says, be realistic. So don't try to force yourself to stick with some crazy gratitude schedule. Try something new. Focus on a person rather than things or experiences. I like experiences and things, so I don't know. Um, I guess that's like, let me see what they say. says that thinking about our gratitude for people is more powerful than thinking about our gratitude for material things or experience. I think it depends on the person, to be honest. So instead of thinking about the flashlight you you had handy when the power went out, focus on the attention of the person who gave you the flashlight or advised you to buy. Yes and no, because if they gave you a crappy flashlight and it couldn't help you, well, yeah, I'm focused on the flashlight. And just, just that isn't enough. That sounds rude, but that's that's the truth so I would say for me like thinking of this gratitude schedule and the benefits that it has in all these different areas of my life as I go and think about goals for the new year and what I want to accomplish I would say that I would probably find the ones that would benefit me the most and allow me to be consistent in benefiting others by benefit you I mean 
I don't want to go through some gratitude schedule that causes like extra stress. It should just be something that is a change that you can make, that you want to make, that you're motivated to make, or something that's super organic to you and the way you already like to do things. If you already like to write, that's perfect. If you like to draw, then it might be good to have some visuals or take pictures. If you're a photographer, do you know a, a gratitude photo book? I think it, I would do it more tailored that way. If you're visual and you like decor in your house, then maybe the gratitude post-its or something that's visual. If you don't like writing, then maybe just sitting at dinner with your table, like at dinner with your family or just, you know, if you're by yourself and taking a moment and be grateful. And I think be grateful for the simple things as well because I've, I started reading stories about like, so like, let's say I was grateful for sleep and then I just read stories of people who couldn't sleep and it made me so grateful for the simple things. Grateful for being able to use both of my legs and I read stories of people who didn't have both of their legs or whose both of their legs were causing them pain and it made you really grateful. It also made you want to be able to say, you know, let me help where I can. So how will you use gratitude in 2021? And guess what? You can practice it now. I know how we like to wait. Like in 2021, I would be a new person. Uh, start now. Like right now. Like right when you finish. I want you to end this podcast and say, what's one thing you're grateful for? And share it with a person. Tell the person if there's someone in your life that you are grateful for. And look, you don't have to be grateful for everything they do. do. That's what <laughs> something I realized. Like, I might be grateful in this area. I might be a 10 out of 10. In another area, I might not be. So find something to compliment, to be kind about, and share that. And that is contagious as well. That is all. This episode is sponsored by HowToHomeschoolFromTheHeart.com. <laughs> Want to stop crying? Want to get motivated and empowered? Clarity around homeschool? Cultivating a learning environment you'll love and your kids will thrive in? Go to HowToHomeschoolFromTheHeart.com. All right, that's another episode in the books. Hello? Hello? I said, I said it's over. Why are you still listening? Like, seriously, the episode is over. If you're still listening right now, you know what? You're probably a chronic procrastinator. Guess what? I'm still listening to. Come on, for real, seriously. We gotta go do something productive. No, like, for real. No, for real, for real. Okay, you can keep listening. <laughs>